Today, there are two million descendants of French-Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. Venez tous jeunes filles et garçons, je vais vous raconter l'histoire de notre immigration ici au USA, de grands aventuriers de pays étrangers. Bonjour everyone, this is Melody and we're back with French-Canadian news. We'll start with the latest blog post on French North America by David Vermet titled, Franco-Americans Need to Tell Their Own Stories. When it comes to Franco-Americans, the question of who should tell our story often comes up. Vermette says, in his opinion, that there are positive and negative examples of people who are not Franco-American telling our story. How should the Franco-American story be told with our voices and other voices? Check out the post to see Vermette's perspective. Next, let's go over to the blog Query the Past by Patrick Lacroix. Catch up on Lacroix's series, Those Other Franco-Americans, with Those Other Franco-Americans, New Bedford, Part 1. Check out the history of French-Canadian mill workers in this area and how New Bedford ascended into a booming mill city. Then check out Lacroix's review of The Lamoille Stories by Bill Schubert. Lacroix says that this book is a delightful effort to recreate rural life in 20th century Vermont and the inescapable French flair of many communities. So if you're interested in Franco-Americans of Vermont, check out this review and pick up The Lamoille Stories. Saint-Jean-Baptiste has already gone by, but it doesn't mean you can't check out my latest post on the Modern Franco's blog titled Simple Outfits Inspired by Saint-Jean-Baptiste, Wear Blue and White. Every July 4th, I see outfit inspiration articles on wearing red, white, and blue, so why can't we replicate this idea for Saint-Jean-Baptiste? Check out the post to see my outfit examples, and then look at your own closet and pick out your best blue and white pieces for next year. Closing out, we have two posts from the FAC blog. We have more Francophone Legends and Monsters, where you can learn about legends and monsters in French-Canadian folklore. Then check out World of French, New Orleans, to learn more about our French heritage friends in Louisiana. And now on to events. Starting on August 12th, from 6pm to 11pm, check out the two-day festivities at Franco-American Heritage Days at Augusta Mill Park in Augusta, Maine. The fun continues on August 13th, from 1pm to 11pm at the same location. Tickets are between $10 to $15 on Eventbrite. Check out the lineups for both days, which include an opening ceremony, music, and Franco-American culture. That's all I've got for you this time. Everything I've covered today will be linked in the French-Canadian Legacy podcast episode description. Merci for listening. From 1986 to 1991, only five years, four major overviews of Franco-American history were published. This flurry of publications was the outcome of 20 years of intensive research across academic institutions in the Northeast and beyond. Two authors, Gérard Bro and Armand Chartier, were Franco-Americans. One, Yves Rabi, was from Quebec. The last, François Veil, was and is from France. His book, simply titled Les Franco-Américains, is typically the least known of these four survey books, probably because it was never translated into English. But it's the subject of the fourth installment of the Lacroix library. Each of these works has its own unique twist that makes it worthwhile reading. For instance, Gérard Bro puts great emphasis on inherited French-Canadian customs. Chartier seems much more focused on the battles of survivance. So how is Veil unique? Les Franco-Américains quickly plunges us into an American world, the American setting that molds and transforms immigrant cultures. Though we see responses to outmigration in Quebec, Vey seems much more intent on exploring points of contact between the host society and French Canadians. We find, quite quickly, 
that the Little Canadas were not impenetrable fortresses. Okay, a few highlights. First, they explored the corporate archives of the Dwight Manufacturing Company, which informs us about the when and the how of industrial recruitment activities in Quebec. They explores what a typical family budget would have looked like in a mill city. He discusses immigrants' relationship to the U.S. labor movement, not to mention the availability of credit and the rise of a middle class. More than the other authors, he brings up the key issue of political participation. Faye's treatment of the post-war period is quite brief, but that's not to say that in 1989, when the book was published, Franco-America was, in his view, dead. Not in the least. On the other hand, it did not suffice to abide strictly by the cultural norms and values of a different era. Franco-American culture had to stay current and speak to a new generation. It had to speak to individuals for whom the culture was not given, but freely chosen. Bay's work did not stop with this book. A true scholar, more than a decade later, we find him writing about the frontiers of Franco-American history that still needed to be pushed back. He argued for the need to study Franco's place in American consumer culture from the 1920s onward, the effect returning migrants had on Quebec society, women's distinct experiences, and the relationship between different diasporic communities across the continent. Much of that work still remains to be done in 2022. But with his book and his later work, they offered innovative approaches to Franco-American history and proposed a new path forward for researchers. Now, Les Franco-Américains only exist in French, but for those of you who are learning the language, this can be a great opportunity. There is very little jargon. There are a lot of cognate terms. And those with an overall understanding of Franco history will instantly feel confident and comfortable with the text. So you can learn while you learn. The book may no longer be available from the publisher, but we hope you can find a copy from your local library or from a friendly used bookstore near you. Bonne lecture. Cette semaine, sera la deuxième fois que j'essaie de faire une balado en français. Je demande de la patience. J'ai quitté Québec il y a neuf mois et mon, mon français n'est pas très bon. Cependant, je suis très heureux que mon invité soit mon ami Luc Trépanier de Saint-Hyacinthe, Québec. J'ai rencontré Luc pour la première fois pendant une fête de Noël au Centre Franco-Américain à Manchester, ma vie. Um, et avec Tim Beaulieu, il a commencé la page Facebook uh, Le Rêve de Gagnon. Uh, il a aussi commencé la série YouTube, l'aventure d'une Québécois. Uh, Luc est une personne très intéressante et j'espère que vous apprécierez notre conversation. C'est nécessaire pour un bonus. OK. Ah oui. Uh, Poor call. I see. Yeah. So every week we got like yeah a bonus question that's generally not related to the other stuff we talk about. Okay. Okay. The question for toi, bien sûr. Pourquoi tu aimes Cleveland? C'est bizarre pour moi. Um. <laughs> ben non, mais tu vois, c'est super. C'est quand um, en attends un petit peu. En 2017. Oui, en 2017, on, on revenait de Chicago. Okay. Okay. Parce qu'on est allé au Bravely Field. Et, et là, euh, puis le, le chemin le plus facile, c'est de passer par l'Ontario-Toronto. Mais là, je dis à mon ami euh, Yannick, ça c'est mon partenaire de voyage de baseball, sure. on, on pourrait euh, aller un peu plus au sud puis passer par Cleveland. Juste pour... Euh, et là, on est passé là un dimanche matin. 
faire partie de baseball. La ville est vide. C'est comme... <rire> Mais ça a fait comme... C'est comme... I fell in love. I kind of... Avec, je sais, je avec, sais pas avec les... Yeah. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Euh, la première fois, non. C'était juste non. le stade. C'est comme, euh, je ne sais pas trop. C'était comme, puis là, euh, là, on a dit, pour venir ici. Puis oh, là, ce sont les retournés. Là, mais euh, puis, euh, mais euh, j'aime aussi, euh, tu sais, l'architecture, c'est un domaine que je ne connais pas assez. Mais il mm -hmm. y a beaucoup d'art déco encore à Cleveland. Il y a des endroits, là, c'est comme, oh boy. Euh, Rock and Roll of the Fame aussi, oui. c'est un superbe endroit. Puis je suis allé au mois de mai. Euh, puis il y avait des endroits que je n'avais pas vu encore. Tu sais, je n'étais jamais allé sur le bord du lac Erie. Hello! Là, okay. je suis allé avec euh, mon garçon et son ami. En tout cas, se promener, mais je ne sais pas, à Cleveland, j'aime. Euh, je pense que le fait que Cleveland, c'est pas trop euh, overcrowded. Mm -hmm. C'est comme. Puis les, les gens. Midwest américain, c'est comme. Yeah, take it easy. No c'est comme ça, hein? Tu sais, c'est comme pas de stress, tu sais. Parce que tu aimes beaucoup l'équipe de Cleveland maintenant. Oui, oui. Mais c'était cette année, c'est une bonne équipe. <rire> bonne équipe. Écoute, euh, ils sont dans, dans la masse salariale, ils sont 27e. C'est comme, I think it's 30 millions, kind of. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. But, and they will play, and they definitely will play for 500. So, it's Perfect. like, and you know, so... Some, theory, some teams, you know, they have a, a, a lot of money, but yeah. doing nothing. So. Peut-être uh, le Browns a une quarterback maintenant aussi. Ouais. C'est possible. Ouais, je sais, il y a eu des signatures, là. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Luke, this is awesome. Thank you, sir. Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair To think that everything they love we simply do not share But the spirit never dies, our culture will survive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive. Each of us must choose how much to keep alive. Special thanks to Josie Vashon for providing the music. You can find more about her at josievashon.com. This podcast was produced and edited by Mike Campbell. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at fclpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at fclpodcast for more information about the topics discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this episode.